Welcome back everyone to Aspire to Lead, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua Double underscore Stamper. Aspire listeners, this is a new project that I have, which is the failure files. And this is bonus material with administrators. Typically, I ask these questions at an earlier date, and then I I take this one question and and I create this bonus episode. But today, I actually have my guests specifically here for this question and to talk about a special offering that we have, which we're super excited about. And I have the great Michael Earnshaw with me, (laughs) the punk rock principal himself. What's up, Marshall? How are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. That's. A, I feel like I gotta live up some hype now. The great, huh? I've never told that. No, it's it's no. Things are good. You know, it's uh, December, so it's a lot of fun here at school. We're riding the uh, roller coaster of emotions between students and staff. So, uh, but no, I'm I'm good, man. Well, buddy, I want to say that it was a joy to see you just. Yes. A little bit ago. It was. It feels like a long time, but it really wasn't at Teach Better Twenty Two, and it was just fun to see you in person my my first interaction with you obviously was on twitter and and we interacted there first but then i remember specifically in 2019 i went into my session and i looked around and i was like holy cow michael earnshaw <laughs> is in my session this is surreal and then get to meet you and get to see you present there and you know have you on the podcast and i i feel like our relationship has only grown for through the last couple of years and then to see you again was such a joy it was awesome going back to the first teach better dude your session was the first one i went to like because i had driven that first week like we were on a family vacation in florida we just gotten home and so like i left my house like 3 34 in the morning drove to ohio and i got there i walked in saw don apps yep. and then i was like oh stamper's starting and i remember i went straight to yours but yeah like teach better 22 man it was same thing, man. It's I, it's hard to explain that conference. And Buckley, Josh Buckley, my uh, co-host of Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, said the same thing. There's just something different about it because it's more, I mean, you're learning. Like you learn, you walk away with so much new knowledge. And a lot of that's not even coming from the sessions you attend. It's yeah. just from talking to people in the hallway at the networking events and just, you know, so many people there through social media, even if you've never interacted and it's just it's almost like a family reunion in, yeah. in a sense you know like it's it's great so i highly encourage you know anybody who's never attended to definitely make the trip to uh if they keep it in ohio i know schmidt he was talking to me about trying to get some relocated uh <laughs> events so you know but definitely check out a teach better conference if you can yes and stay tuned uh the team is is looking to potentially do it again here in 23 so Nice. Uh, I will not be spoiling any news, but you know th- those conversations are happening because we just had a phenomenal time, and it was so great to see everyone again. And and obviously the team has grown, the community has grown, and man, like you said, the sessions were fantastic. But I felt like I was learning constantly through right. the entire event. Uh, it was I, I literally had to take days afterwards to kind of unpack everything that yeah. I consumed um, to make sure that you know I was truly getting a good reflection of of all that new material. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Buddy, I appreciate you being on here for the failure files. The concept (laughs) behind this was, you know, I've done hundreds of interviews. I know you have two on your punk rock podcast. And so with these conversations, a lot of times 
we talk about all the great things our guests you know have done we get practical pieces that people can implement on their campus or in their district and it's a lot about all the successes but right you know, as you know and i have experienced this myself especially as a young leader we fail all the time and yeah. i just wanted to know if there was an experience that you went through that yes it wasn't successful but you really felt like if you didn't go through that, you wouldn't truly have learned a really valuable lesson. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I, I feel every day, I mean, multiple times a day, right? If you yeah. sit back and reflect, like I could have done this differently. I could have done this better. I think one is actually pretty recent. It happened uh, last year, similar to around this time. I remember it was a winner or some people might think like after 11 years of administration, like, oh, you got it down. You, you're not making mistakes, but um, this was a pretty big one. So I'll tell you what it was, and I'll kind of tell you how we I fixed it and learned from it. But there was a teacher, she'd come to me, and she had a student that was really struggling. And like you, the signs were all there, like this kid needed needed special education services, right? Mom was very you know hesitant, like pushed back a lot. There's nothing wrong with him. Even when presented with like the dad in front of her, like, you know, just that very adamant, like, no, not my son. You know, she, she would blame the teacher that she's not meeting his needs or working with him the way that works best, all this. So the teacher had a lot of conversations with the mom. Some were heated, some were, you know, didn't go so well. And so this teacher had asked me after we'd gathered enough data that we can recommend testing on our own. um, She's like, can you, can you please talk to the mom? I want her to to know from like, not me, from you, that here's where the route we're going to go. We're going to recommend your child for testing. Here's why. And I said, of course, absolutely. You know, I have no problem doing that, even though I knew it was probably going to be a very difficult conversation. Right. So I had a plan to call this mom. And then the teacher came up to me the next day and was like, oh, I talked to mom yesterday. Everything's good. You know, things have been smoothed over. So I said, oh, all right, good. Now, I took that as like she took care of it all. So parent teacher conferences were coming around. The teacher comes up to me. It's like three days before conferences. And she's like, you talk to, you know, so-and-so's mom about that. We're going to be testing. I, and I looked at her. I said, no. Immediately, like the tears I welled up in her eyes. And I felt like the biggest failure. And I said, well, you told me everything was good. She goes, I meant like just with our relationship, like she wasn't, you know, upset with me just about everything going on in my class. Like, I didn't even talk to her about recommending the testing. She's coming in and we're supposed to present her with this paperwork. And my heart sank, man. Like I was like, oh, I let this teacher down. I let this kid down, you know, and I let this parent down because now this could this could blow up and be bad for everybody. So I told her, okay, I'll try to fix this. So I immediately went to my office. I called the mom. I was on the phone with the mom for an hour and a half, two hours. It ended on a very good very good terms. Mom was happy with me, with the school, with everything we were trying to do. And I I went back and I told the teacher and I could tell she didn't want to see me, but I let her know like, Hey, look, here is, you know, I, I talked to mom. Here's the conversation we had. She's good. You don't need to worry about conferences. Like she's, she's going to be fine. Everything turned out to be fine. Right. Everything kind of worked out the way that it should to get this kid the most help. So, you know, I kind of learned like, I can't just assume things. I need to make sure like, okay, so you said things are good. You mean with 
mom and you or with the situation of, of testing this child? I need to ask these questions and I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't care. I don't care how long you've been an educator. Like no one, no one likes to engage in like those difficult conversations or no one wants to get involved in like a conflict. Right. So a part of me kind of took her excuses and out and I should have, I should have clarified to let her know that I'm there to back her up and support her. So now I'm very, I'm very clear when I talk to staff, like, okay, you talk to this parent and I, I have the bullet points, like this was discussed in, in what was the um, solution or what was the agreement and make sure I have all the facts before I walk in or don't make that contact because um, like I said, I mean, I could have lost that trust of that teacher Buddy, I've done that countless times of right. the miscommunication or assuming, you know, intent one way or, you know, just assuming the words that they use is a resolution that actually didn't occur. Right. So I think time is one of those issues, too, of I've got 50 things right. on the desk that I need to get to. And if they took care of it, great. Right. <laughs> and then it doesn't. <laughs> and then, you know, you're having to backtrack and, and trying to fix, you know, the mess that was made based on the fact right. that, you know, you were inactive. So I've done that myself. So I think, you know, probably a lot of administrators that are listening have, have, are feeling the pain that you're talking through because we've all experienced that. And for our new leaders or aspiring leaders, you know, that's a great lesson for them to understand is, you know, in that communication, you, you better have some clarifying questions to make sure you right. are on the same page with your staff member, especially something as important as a special education um, environment right. work that goes with that. So, buddy, I, I love your transparency. I, I, I'm so glad that you I appreciate shared. that. That also, I feel like you've also done that within your book, the Educulture Cookbook. I love this resource for administrators, both aspiring and for current. And I'm excited too that we get to partner once again yes. for this holiday yeah. season. So, you know, will you share just a little bit with my listeners as far as, you know, what we're doing and how we're partnering together? Yeah. So, um, this is the, like you said, the second holiday season we've done it how it came out like both of our books came out i think within a few weeks of each other last year and then uh yeah you approached me and kind of was like hey what if edumatch allows us to do like a holiday bundle both of our books for like a discounted price and uh said yeah let's try it because i know like for me like as an educator there's so many books i want man like there's so many books you want to read but sometimes it's like okay I need to slow down because I got a wife and kids to feed and, you know, I can't just keep ordering everything from Amazon. So we were kind of like, look, let's give as an appreciation to to the educators out there who are making a difference and, and working hard and giving it their all like little, little thank you from us. Like get, get both of our books for, for this one, you know, cheap price. So I'm hoping, you know, like if you already purchased the bundle last year, purchase it again, give it as a gift because it's a, it's a great deal. It's what both of our books were $30, yep. right? Yeah, it's it's a great. I mean, it's, the the idea behind it is exactly what you were talking about. I mean, we're we're trying to make sure that folks can get our resource for minimal price, and it is right. it's hard. We know that educators aren't getting paid a ton, so you know we want to make sure that they get this resource without breaking the bank for them, uh, right. especially in such a, a difficult time where you're spending a lot on gifts. So, uh, right, I I love EduMatch is fantastic, Sir Thomas. You know, just allowing us to do this and, and to provide this deal to to folks so make sure you go to edumatch.com if you go in their shop you'll see right away it's like right at the top the holiday yeah. bundle for leadership and um, you get both the educulture cookbook and my aspire to lead together in that bundle for 30 dollars. and 
just honored, buddy, not only to know you, oh, no, to I, learn from you, but then also to have I, my book in a bundle. I mean, goodness sakes. I'm, I'm, no, I, it's the opposite. I'm honored to be bundled with your book, man. It's, I remember when I read yours, it's your, the passion and like your voice. Like I felt like I was walking side by side with you through those stories as your, through, through your, you know, your journey to, to becoming a, an administrator. So I, I love it. And I've recommended it to staff members who, are kind of on the fence, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I want to do what you do. And well, you should read this book. Like it's a great, great nudge. It's going to make you, make you want to go that way. So well, the journey is all about what you make of it. Right. I mean, right. You get right. To, you get to decide if you want to be a punk rock uh, principal or not. So <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> we'll make sure that those links are in the show notes. Earnshaw, I, I appreciate you so much for what you do in the world of education and, and helping leaders and aspiring thank leaders. Thank you. So thank you so much for being on the Aspire to Lead bonus episode, The Failure Files. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs>